Hi, and welcome to this episode of Digital Alchemy, the podcast of ABUM Digital Creations. I'm Laura Jean Palmer Maloney, and it's a pleasure to get together with you to figure out how to transform your business's web presence into business profit. Every year for the past four or five years in September in eastern North Carolina, we've had at least one hurricane, if not two or three, visit it. And with those visits, there's always the scare of, oh my God, what do I have backed up? What am I going to lose? What is what's really critical that I try to figure out how to save and what can be let go of? Truth of the matter is, Almost everything, well, I won't even say almost, everything that we have is ephemeral. You're fooling yourself if you think that you've got something that is going to last forever. Because whether it's your business model, your mindset, a client, the money that you have, everything is ephemeral. I was recently thinking about the importance and the the significance of whether or not the product or service you offer is physical or digital. One of my girlfriends lives on Ocracoke Island at the southern end of the Outer Banks off the coast of eastern North Carolina. And I, I guess it is the coast of eastern North Carolina, the outer edges, because Ocracoke Island is in North Carolina, in Hyde County. And Ocracoke Island has about, I don't know, 800 residences. And, you know, it's not that densely populated. It's a teeny little island. But it happened to be the landfall for Hurricane Dorian. Now, most people in the United States don't know where Ocracoke Island is. And most people in the United States, by the time Hurricane Dorian finally ever made landfall in the United States, it was just a real flash in the pan. There was a whole lot of other stuff happening in the world. And for most people, the fact that that hurricane came, you know, it the eye passed over Ocracoke Island and then went out into the Atlantic was lost. If you lived on Ocracoke Island, however, it was a very different hurricane for you than for people who maybe live in Utah. The hurricane brought Category 2 winds, which were about 115 miles an hour, brought some rain, but more than that, it brought with it a lot of storm surge. And my friend who owns a small soap and bath supplies. She makes soap. She makes body care products. She lives on Ocracoke Island. The storm surge brought about two feet of water into her home and miraculously did not flood her soap production warehouse and area. Now, There are many things that can be damaged by water. But when I first heard about all of the water getting into Ocracoke Island, all I could think about was, man, soap melts when it's wet. All of those products, the talcum powder and other things that she makes, so many of them would be damaged if they were saturated with water. Oh my gosh, what is this going to do to her business? 
So in a very, very, very real sense, Kim's work out on Ocracoke Island was impacted and affected by and potentially destroyed by a hurricane that could be tracked and predicted. She had the time to prepare to try to secure her stuff. And, you know, she made some smart decisions as she was getting ready for the hurricane. The storm surge came. The storm surge went out. There are people going over to Ocracoke Island on the ferry to try to help rip up wet carpet to salvage the buildings that are salvageable, to clean out people's stuff so that they have, you know, the ability to start over without it being an absolute mess. Because the longer stuff sits in soggy, wet environments, the worse those environments get. And if that happens to be your home or your business, you're in a world of hurt. Now think about what happens in the digital world. I I know I make people laugh sometimes because I go, you know what, I know know that one of these days there's going to be a solar flare that just takes out our communications that that bloops out are everything that's out there on the in the clouds and on the internet it could happen unlike my friend's soap and talcum powder which she could put into big plastic bins and and hopefully make them waterproof so that the water goes down and she can recover them how do we how do we deal with you know a solar flare if your products are digital how do we protect and back up? Is there, is there a way to protect and back up and to be resilient? Boy, this, is, this to me is challenging because even with the technology, changes in technology make some of the ways that we've backed up and saved information almost obsolete. I remember in the early 2000s when I was doing some work with NASA's Ames Research Center that the the new thing that everybody had to do was to create zip files and you had you know the zip not done digitally but i mean well it was done digitally but you had a zip drive that you held in your hand and you had the zip disk that you held in your hand and you would save your stuff onto this thing and then you had these you know it was like with cds you had you were inundated with these pieces of technology that you had to cart around and use and hook up to your computer but at least you had them. And I mean, I've still got a zip drive. I don't know if anything that I have right now would read what's in there, but I've got it. And somehow or another, that makes me feel like the ideas are resilient, that they're going to live, that I don't have to worry about them being lost in a solar flare when the cloud goes down. But honest to God, We've gotten to the point where I don't even travel with flash drives anymore because that was a thing too, right? Those little thumb drives. Well, I save everything on the cloud. I save everything in Dropbox or Google Drive or I have got different, you know, my gosh, my ClickFunnels account has a digital library. I'm in Aweber. Everything I need to be able to do my newsletters is already in the cloud somewhere and I don't know what would happen if it all went away. What would I actually recover? And this this kind of gets to this whole deal nowadays, too, about you don't buy software. You don't buy Adobe Creative Suites in a box and bring it home and load it into your computer and have it. You've got to constantly be getting the subscription and the updates and all of that other stuff. And 
We don't have, we're not burdened with all of the things we used to have to buy and bring home and load in and then store, which is, which is kind of cool because my gosh, I can remember the CDs that my husband had. Oh, they were taking over the house and now he gets his music streaming. I mean, Spotify is so cool, but what if Spotify goes down? Where's the backup? I mean, I swear to God, we still have LPs. We still have vinyl in these awesome album covers. And we have carted around those albums for over 30 years. But we've got them. And we've got a record player. And we know how to hook it up to speakers. So we've, we've got a fallback for our music. I have printed out a lot of the, the stories, a lot of the blogs, a lot of the books that I've written online. So that I have actual hard copy. But that's that's very that's pretty sporadic, and that really doesn't fit with everything. So digital products are are interesting. Our work in the digital environments uh, is fun and fast, and it is it is also very ephemeral, right? How much of that can we depend on for years and years and years to come? Should we? You know, I one of the first women that I worked with in Abum Digital Creations, uh, Katja, um, it taught me some beautiful lessons. One of the things that Katja taught me is that she was um, Jewish, and and part of her practice was from sundown on Friday until the evening on Saturday. Don't expect me to be engaging with work at all. I'm off the grid. And I was thinking, my God, that's so bold and brave and smart. And I've tried to emulate Katya's approach that, you know, for me and my my integrations of with my family, my life, my personal space, from the end of the day on Saturday until Monday morning, don't expect me to be doing business. I might be thinking about it, but I'm going to be unplugged. I don't want to go to email, even if it's from friends and family. Don't go to email. Don't. I might make a phone call, but I need a break. I want a break. I want to work in the yard. I want to go to the beach. I want to have fun with my husband and go bike riding and kayaking. I, I want to make that perfect. And it will be, and it is perfect being like, it, it's the lesson I need at the moment I need it. If there is someone or some thing that I need to be engaging with on Sunday as far as business goes, it can wait until Monday or it wasn't supposed to be there. If I had a break to be with my family, to deal with personal issues, to if I need something, whatever I'm having to give up in order to get what that thing that I really need that's the perfection in the moment. And I have to look at all of the business stuff, all of those things that I've created in the cloud and everything. If I lose them, well, then that's what needed to happen. I'm going to end with this one story from, like, I think it must have been 1988 or 89. No, no, I take it back. Because <laughs> I had a floppy disk that was that, that measured, I swear to you, about four inches wide and, and maybe five inches long. It was one of those original, very floppy discs in a computer that actually took those. I don't even really remember how that worked. But I was getting ready to go to a meeting in Baltimore. 
and I was going to bring my computer with this floppy disk that had my presentation on it. And it was, oh man, you talk about, this This is using um, DOS. And oh, it, I, I barely remember these terms. I barely remember how in the hell I was going to pull this off. But the way it worked was somehow or another, going through all of the checks and everything at the airport, the information on the floppy disk went away. Okay, I had printed out my presentation, and I was grateful for that. And I was at a geography conference, and I had my slide tray full of slides I was going to show, and the presentation that I was going to be going over as the slides were being displayed. I was up on the hotel in Baltimore, looking out over Chesapeake Bay, probably a couple of hours before I was going to present. And I was rehearsing, going through my presentation in my mind. And I have the hard copy, the hard copy of my presentation sitting in front of me. I'm mindfully going through the slides in my mind. I know what slide I'm going to be showing when I transition to a different part of my presentation. And the wind, all of a sudden a gust of wind just blew up out of nowhere. And I watched the hard copy of my presentation float out over the rooftop of the hotel where I had been practicing and go out over, San Fr- over, over Chesapeake Bay in, in this beautiful, slow, graceful dance. And all I could do was go, is that so? And I had to trust that I would remember the words that I needed to remember to go with the slides to convey the message that I was trying to share. I really had to stop and dig to embrace what is the lesson I need to learn from this? How do I go in front of my peer group and present this at this professional international meeting? And you know, I did it. Because sometimes you're just, and and I'm sure that it was a better presentation than it would have been if I would have shown up with the scripted, written out comments. Because I was speaking from my heart, I was really making sure that I got back, what is my message? What is my message? What am I trying to share? And it ended up being great. But I promise you, all these years later, any time... I, I'm not able to access something or it, it went away or I can't find it or it got deleted or my God, if it would have been the soap in the hurricane, you have to look at it and go, there's perfection in this moment. What do I need to learn? How do I grow and how do I move? So as we think about resilience, as we think about our businesses, as we think about those assumptions we make in life about everything we have and how permanent it may or may not be, remember that. Remember that lesson of watching this paper blow out over Chesapeake Bay and thinking, huh, okay, I know in my heart I've got that message I need to share. And however I do it now will be the way I needed to do it. So I hope you have a great day. I hope that you're enjoying life and having fun with your business. And I look forward to engaging with you. So leave a comment. Let's be in touch. Take care.